We all believe that our children are the most wonderful and most special children in the whole world, and we want them to feel the same way, but not in sort of an arrogant way where they start to become overconfident and just not fun to be around. So on today's episode, we talk about how do we help our kids find that balance. Enjoy! Hey there, my name is Matthew, and I'm a nuclear launch officer in the United States Air Force and author of Nuclear Leadership. And I'm Catherine, military wife and homeschool mama. Together, we have three kids, Garrett, who's 11, Renee, who's 8, and Riley Ann, who's 6. And And this this is is our our nuclear nuclear family. family. See what we did there? Nuclear launch officer, get it? Catherine and I could talk about parenting for hours. But... Hours are scarce around here, and for most of us, the years are short, but the days are long. So that's why for the next 30 minutes, we hope to spark some ideas and encourage you on a specific parenting topic. We're not experts, but we do believe parenting is done better in community and that we can all learn from one another. So strap in as we launch into the conversation. Today, we're talking about confidence. In, yes. our, in our kids and like how we can build up that confidence without mm-hmm. making them overconfident. Right. But I think confidence is one of those things that we really want for our kids. Sure. I definitely think we want our kids to be confident. It's something we as a society values is confidence. Yeah. And But I think for good reason, right? We value it because people are attracted to confidence. They want to be with people that are confident and we really value people who know what they think about things and know what they care about and are able to go forward and do stuff well Yeah, because they have confidence in themselves and what they believe, those types of things. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's to our detriment, right? As a society, when we follow people who are confident, but without any like real skills, but they're very confident. So (laughs) totally, but it's an attractive quality. And, um, and so we want that for our our kids because we know that we want to see them succeed. And plus we've seen kids who, um, struggle with like anxiety and, you know, even within our own kids, um, on occasion where they're like, trying to figure find their way and they're like ah, i just don't know and it's like uh, and it's like no you can do this you've got this you've got it right and so it's definitely something that we want to well we all struggle with it. encourage yeah right i would say everybody struggles with that that is something that everybody kind of deals with yeah they're either their whole life or at certain parts of their life is having confidence and i think that's why we want our kids to get it at such a young age and feel so good about themselves, right? And have yeah. that inner drive and that inner confidence yeah. <laughs> in themselves, right? To say, mm-hmm. I can do this. I am strong enough to do this. Because yeah. we know that life is hard and you are going to have to find that inner drive sometime. There's not always 100% of the time going to be somebody there saying, no, no, you can do it. You can do it. We have to find that inner oomph. Yeah. Yeah, find that that strength within that gets you to move from um, point A to point B. Yes. And I think there's, uh, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I feel like there's been a bigger emphasis on confidence, especially in younger kids and like 
instilling confidence in them from an early age, more so in recent years than like when when we were kids. I, I feel like just like in terms of like vocalizing how important it is to be confident and to be you and to be comfortable in your own skin. Sure. Whereas, you know, I think throughout a lot of uh, parenting history, the kids were meant to be seen but not heard and like and not really develop their voice as much. You know, there wasn't an emphasis on it. It was encouraged in other ways, I guess. Sure. Whereas I feel like now we're like, Yes, find your voice. Go you go do you. You want to wear those shorts with those, you know, boots? Go for it. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Mostly cuz mommy doesn't have the mental energy to correct you <laughs> actually. But yes, we also are like be confident in your own little yeah. princess but in combat boots. Self. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. exactly. And I think it's important for us as parents to just continue to reinforce that in our kids, you know, and just like believe in yourself and no, because like you said, confidence is something that is very, it's a very attractive trait when you see it in other people and it makes you, it turns you into a leader. Yeah. Most of the time it does. Absolutely. And one of the times I can really think about when we had to encourage confidence, Garrett has kind of always been confident. Mm-hmm. which is great. He might even be overconfident sometimes. Right. Which will, you know, later, yeah. later. Well, but Renee, when she was younger, was really f- afraid all mm-hmm. the time. She was afraid to try new things. She was afraid to speak out and tell us what she thought or what she wanted. I don't know why she had that fear in mm-hmm. her, but she did yeah. of, of almost anything. Right. But things we knew she could do, and we had to kind of gently come alongside her because we knew we wanted to grow her confidence and grow her faith in herself mm-hmm. um, to say, Renee, you can do this. Like, it is not fun to live in a state of fear all the time. It's no fun to live in fear is what we kept telling her. Yeah. So even jumping off the side of the pool into our arms – Mm-hmm. In the shallow end of the swimming pool was like tear invoking for right. Renee. Right. And we were like, honey, I will catch you is no fun to live in fear. Because she yeah. wanted to jump. Right. She wanted to jump. Yeah. Well, she saw Garrett doing it and he was, you know, totally fearless and he's like doing flips off the diving board and stuff. And she's like, I want a I part want that. of that, but I don't <laughs> right. I don't have that sort of energy inside of me that just says i'm gonna just throw caution to the wind and just go you right know, she's she's fairly cautious even still but she we and that a, is smart right yeah. we want caution right we in need, our children also <laughs> we need both parts of it right? <laughs> right um but definitely was fun to kind of watch her say okay i've got this my mom and dad are here you know i can i can step out and i can be courageous Right. We even went back to those younger year tantrum mantra that we had, like, I can do this, I can handle this mm-hmm. kind of mantra. Like, okay, I can do this, I can handle this. It's yeah. no fun to live in fear. All right, one, two, three, jump. And I mean, the story goes that I pushed, like, you think I pushed her and I think she jumped. Well, yeah, when she went underwater for the first time. <laughs> yeah. You you were holding her by the hands. Yeah. She was totally within, you know, <laughs> safety the whole time, but... You definitely 
pulled her under the first a time. A little bit. She jumped and she I just jumped. let her go yeah. under. Deep yeah. breath. Yeah. Mm, I could see, but it wasn't like I dunked her. No. Okay. No. Good. <laughs> but but you didn't catch her above the water. You caught her below the water. I, told her, I must have told her to take a deep breath, at least. I don't remember this. Well, this I mean, it was a positive experience for her because she was like, oh, I did it. And it was so... Yeah, and now she's a fish. Yeah, and now she she's great and she'll jump off of anything and just about. Yeah. I did actually push her when she was diving. Yeah. on From her knee. Yeah, from her off knee. Off the dock. Yeah. But in each of those situations, right, it was a very controlled environment, right? Right. <laughs> Where she's, I mean, as controlled as you can be in a swimming pool, you know, things can happen, but whatever. But the, the point is, like, it was a controlled environment. She was surrounded by people who loved her and who were encouraging to her. And yeah. I think that's one of the keys to this whole confidence thing. I don't think we actually want our kids, like, confidence is good, but I think the more Reckless important thing is, bad. is being courageous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and like knowing where the limits are. And, and knowing your own limit. Knowing your own limits is definitely yeah. a part of that. And I think that's included in confidence, I would yeah, say. Like I think so. Knowing who you are and knowing where those limits are, I think that's all part of confidence. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, um, I would agree. But then having courage to be able to step out into something new is also something that we really want. And you can only really do that when you're in a a loving environment, right? Hmm. I mean, I have to think about that. Only is probably a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Um, but I think it's definitely easier when you're in a loving environment. Well, and I think as a kid, that's where the confidence in your confidence grows. Yeah. Yes. Right. So as an adult, you may have to have confidence, or even a teenager, definitely times where you have to have confidence and boldness in mm -hmm. saying your mind or doing something new in an environment that's not loving, but mm. you've had so much practice doing it when you're a kid, hopefully. Like the idea here is when we're parenting our own kids that we are giving our kids so much practice at being mm -hmm. confident and trying something new in a loving environment that once they do grow up and they're in that unloving environment, they still have the inner- The confidence in themselves. Yeah, their inner even, confidence. Yeah. You know? So it is much easier to do it when you're in a loving environment and you know that you have people who will support you, you know, success or fail. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah, I would I would 100% agree with that. I think yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Because definitely as you get older, those times of, oh my gosh, I have to jump into this pool. Right. And it could be really rough. Right. I mean, you think about like going off to college or something and you have none of your normal support systems systems around usually. but then you still yeah. have the have to have the inner yeah gumption to like go yeah i wish i could remember the quote from oh the places you'll go but it's like you know being by yourself is something you'll be quite a bit you know and it's like it can be a lonely place but it's also like if you have that self-confidence and that courage you have um the ability to push forward yeah um despite your your fear. You know, Absolutely. That, yeah. The definition of courage there. But I do think that there's with anything with kids, they're always trying to find out like, what's the boundary, right? I mean, <laughs> from like, like being honest and being dishonest and like, when is that like playful and kind of funny? And then when it does it become, okay, that's just a straight lie. Right. <laughs> you know? Sarcasm. Or, really yeah. 
really yeah. difficult for kids to learn the boundary. <laughs> right. Or like with Riley Ann, like what is a big deal and what is not a big deal? You know, right. because to her, like spilling water on a stuffed animal could be like the biggest deal. Right. <laughs> but really, it's just water. It'll it's be fine. Okay. You know, and so, right. and I think confidence can kind of play that along that same lines, you know, where you, you might seem like you're, you know, oh, I'm just being confident. I, I can do whatever. I can fly. I can. Right. You know. And it turns into recklessness or. Right. Or arrogance, you know. Right. Cocky. Exaggeration. You know, I mean, you yeah. talked about uh, Renee, how she's always, you know, on the more cautious side of things. And Garrett is a little bit more on the I can do anything sort of thing. Yeah. He, well, and it's it's not. Actually, he has pretty good. Like, I wouldn't call him reckless. He has pretty good self-awareness and, like, can I physically do this thing? His confidence kind of toes the line when he says, not only can I do this, but I am the best at it. Right. So if he can do something, he is obviously the best at that thing. Right. And that's, I think, where we have to, you know, walk the really fine line of not breaking his confidence mm-hmm. as parents because mm-hmm. I love that he's confident. I love that he's bold and he feels like he can, you know, say what he thinks or mm-hmm. play any sport or do those types of things. That is great because I want him to feel good about himself and be confident, but to also have that humbleness about him that says, you might not be the best at this. In fact, You've only been playing baseball for one day. <laughs> right. So you're not the best at this. <laughs> yeah. You're not quite ready for the majors. Even though he's like, yeah, I think I think I could definitely get a college scholarship. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. And he did not say that. But these are the but, types of things he says. Yeah. Wouldn't pretty put it past him. Yeah. yeah. And we have to find that balance of teaching our kids like, you are so great. You are amazing even. Right. I think... You're probably the best kid in the whole world. Yeah. But you're also not the best kid in the whole world. You're also not the most important kid in the whole world. Like you're the most important, one of the top three most important kids in my whole world. Right. But you're not the most important kid in the whole world. And how do we do that as parents without shaking our kids' confidence in themselves? Right? Yeah. And having them be others focused and having them see other people and help encourage and raise the confidence of others by taking their eyes off of how awesome they are. And that is a really hard balance to have as parents, I think sometimes. Yeah, I think so. It's even hard like within your own family, right? Like, (laughs) like it's so, and our our kids are, are blessed that, you know, they can get a lot of the things that they want like relatively quickly but sometimes, you know, like when they want to watch a show, for exa- oh, example, I see. like okay. like being able to say, oh, I want to watch Star Wars, you know, for Garrett. Like, I want to watch Star Wars. Like, oh, great. We have Disney Plus. Like, you can just, blink, you know, blink and, and, and here we go. But when there's competing priorities between the kids or between mom and dad, you know, the rules of the house and those, those kind of things, like, you can't just do whatever you want whatever to do. You want to do. Um, and so it starts to get a little bit of that, like, hey, there's other people 
out there. And so the challenge then becomes how to then balance those uh, those different needs and to be able to see that Riley's needs are not more important than Garrett's needs just because she, she's the youngest, but she is her own person. And so let's try to figure out how how we can work together because Riley is also the most special child in the whole world, right? Right. Because she's Riley. She She's the only one of Riley. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think like teaching that aspect of it is, you know, something that's, it's got to be done over and over through different actions, not like a grand speech or lecture. Right. Which we've, we totally are on board with the fact that lectures very rarely work mm-hmm. for our kids right. or for any kid. Mm-hmm. They tune you out. So that's that quick parenting nugget. Don't lecture your kids. Small mm-hmm. and steady. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely seeing each kid as their individual self and even saying to your other kids when we hear a lot of, hey, I couldn't do that. Or we might even hear kids say, well, that's not fair. You wouldn't let me do that. Or that's not fair. I didn't have a cell phone until I was mm-hmm. 13. Or that's not fair. I didn't get ice cream yeah. after 7 o'clock when I was little or whatever the case may be. I couldn't watch that show. Mm-hmm. She's a different person. You know, this child is a different person and their own unique most wonderful, most important kid in the world. But also, they we are here to help and grow and encourage one another, mm-hmm. right? We, Riley has been watching a lot of Bluey. That's the season we're in. There's a whole <laughs> Bluey episode kind of dedicated to this subject of mm. this. Have you seen this episode? I don't know. Okay. So it's this little dog who makes up all his own rules, her own rules to the game that they all Mm -hmm. three want to play. And they're like, well, I think we should play this way because my dad says I'm the most special kid in the world. And since I'm the most special, important kid in the world, my rule goes. And they kind of go along with it for the first two until it's no fun for the other kids to play anymore. And they go to the dad and tell him what's going on and the friend dad overhears it and goes oh no that's my bad i have told (laughs) i did that yeah i have told my kid this and so finding this balance of being both self-confident and others focused right and having confidence that we are image bearers of god and that Mm -hmm. is who Mm -hmm. we are like that is where our true confidence comes from right right is knowing who we are in the lord and but also saying but they are also image bearers of God. Right. They are also the children of God who we need to encourage and lift up and support, you know, and being others focused while being self-assured is a big, tall order for us as parents to help grow that in our kids. Yeah. And I think it really does, a lot of it does come on our shoulders as parents to try to find those opportunities to be others focused whether that i mean you're so good at like making meals for people when they're (laughs) you know feeling sick or new babies born or something like that um you know but that is an other others focused thing that's uh obvious and that um our kids see because obviously we're making this whole meal then oh what are we having for dinner oh we're having enchiladas no this is for our friends you know yeah who are going through this hard time or whatever but setting the example as parents yeah 
which is sometimes hard because really a lot of those things are easier without our kids. Yeah. Or, you know, of course we want to grow humbleness in our kids and, you know, all those things too. But saying, this is how we are loving others today. Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing by taking them a meal or helping people move. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, even just giving money or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Giving money to charities or helping at a food bank, those types of things. We saw a super, you looked up that, a super interesting statistic about yeah. helping others. Yeah. It was um, a 2017 study that was published in uh, Social Science and Medicine, uh, that journal, that said um, volunteering weekly improves happiness in the same way as moving from an income of less than 20000 per year to an income between seventy-five and $100,000 per year. Like the level of happiness change uh, just by volunteering once a week is like unbelievable, <laughs> you know. And that is crazy. So that other's focus is such a big part of what makes us as adults happy and experience full happiness um, that like bringing that to our kids and like and modeling that for them uh, is one way that we can help them grow in their happiness, but also help them grow in their confidence. Right. Well, I would say by helping others, you do feel more confident in yourself, right? You say, I can do this. And if we, like so many other things, can give our kids a head start on this journey of seeing others and valuing others and saying, I can be confident in who I am so I get to love you. So I get to do this. Yeah. That helps, one, grow their confidence even more and gives them a head start on as they get older, knowing that that is where their value is, mm-hmm. is in loving God and loving others and seeing others as image bearers of Christ who are the most important people, right? right. That grows their happiness and our happiness as parents and grows our confidence for all of us all at the same time. And it's a really rewarding and fulfilling thing to watch as our kids grow. And hopefully that will continue even as our kids keep growing. But if we start that now, you know, just little by little helps grow that confidence, I think. Right. Well, and the great thing is if if we, when we start to do these things and we start to help out or, you know, go, go to, an event where we're decorating or go to an event where we're serve, serving food or something like that, you know, our, our, it's going to invite questions. Our kids are going to be like, why are we doing this? This doesn't sound fun or right. whatever. And so, well, you know, it, it may not be the most fun, but this is what we're doing and we're doing it because we're helping these people and these people need our help. And, you know, it's helping them to see, like you said, that they are image bearers. These other people are, image bearers of God. And like my prayer, uh, you know, cause I think we all struggle with, you know, being too self-focused, um, a lot. And, and, mm-hmm. um, like my constant prayer is God help me see others the way that you see them. Yeah. And so to be able to see others as, as children of God and to say, these people need help and we're there to help them. Even if, and that's the thing too. It's like even if we don't feel like we have the margin to be able to help others, right? You know, yeah, that um, does definitely happen. Because we, yeah, we're we try not to. I mean, we've talked so much about you know not trying to be too busy, but part of and part of the reason is because we want to be able to 
say yes more easily when opportunities for helping come along. Right. Absolutely. When I was, you were talking, I was even thinking about that in our own family, seeing each other that way, that we get to help them and um, see them as the most valuable person. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes even as parents, we see our kids and of course we love them more than life itself. And we think they're the biggest blessings ever, but also so exhausting and we feel tapped out or we feel, you know, like we just can't take any more of singing this same tune over and over again (laughs) or talking gibberish or trying to learn sarcasm. Right. You know, those things take us to our limit. But in general, as we've talked about before, like we see our family as a team Mm -hmm. and having that team mindset, even in our family says, okay, I am an important member of this team. So that grows my confidence because I know I am needed and valued and respected, but also so are you. And so you also need to be needed and valued and respected, and we can work together to grow each other's confidence and each other's value by saying, I am important, but so are you, right. even in w- within our own family. So if we can help outside of our family, definitely amazing. Yeah. But even within our own family, we can have that team family mindset and say, We can grow each other's confidence. We can help one another. We can encourage one another. And that has so much value to our family and to our kids as we walk with them, growing their confidence Mm -hmm. and growing their eyes for others. Right. Yeah. And I think um, it's such a good point because I think so. I tend to, you know, put things in either or categories a lot. And so, I feel like you can either be confident or you can be humble, um, mm. you know, but mm-hmm. this has challenged, this conversation has challenged my thinking on that because you can be confident and you can be humble and you can grow your confidence and still say humble as long as you're doing it in, in a way that is others focused rather than self focused. Totally. Totally. It's like that country song, like always be humble and kind. Yep. Thank you, Tim McGraw. <laughs> yeah, that's what that made me think of. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope this has encouraged you and um, helped you um, on your week to give you something to focus on. If it has been an encouragement to you, please rate and review or share. That really, really helps our podcast reach more people and hopefully just helps everybody parent with more confidence and more encouragement. Because we could all use that kind of encouragement. Um, And if you would like to reach out to us with a note of encouragement, or if you have questions about anything that we've said, or want to hear a topic in particular, you can find us on Instagram at r.nuclear.family, or you can visit our website, rnuclearfam.com. Have a great day, guys.